What's up, ladies? Quality Ginger here, back in with another version of the podcast, Messy Future. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, and I hope you guys are ready to enjoy this episode of the podcast, episode six already. I can't believe we've been doing this for three weeks already. It feels like yesterday since I decided to start a podcast the day before I actually started it. So yeah, let's get into it. Today we're gonna talk about something that I have very present at the day, and it is telling somebody they're wrong and even like them actually accepting they're wrong so let's call the episode the right of the wrong because it's weird it makes no sense and the best works of art are made like that they made no sense and they are weird and that's basically messy future so um, context. Today, uh, today's Friday, I'm recording this very, very late. This might be released in Saturday, so I'm sorry for that if that happens, but yeah. Um, today, it's Friday, and most of you guys might have known, I did tell some part of my audience, that I did have a debate. I had a debate on socioeconomic uh, unease, I guess, like social, social movements affecting, like basically socioeconomic inequality economic inequality being like the rise of of revolts and movements basically if like without actually saying the the topic itself it's basically the fact that there is an equality between uh well the economy there's people either too rich or too poor and there is uh, inequality and there is economic problems and stuff so in this debate, um, I believe that since we are the economic and social council, we basically had to see both uh, like the social side and the economic side of the situation. Um, I fairly believe in capital capitalism being one of the greatest, better, um, just ways of economy. I do believe that communism and socialism do have a better like point. Like, it's more humanitarian, like, it's more, I guess you could say, fair. But it's not a perfect world, and I don't think we're anywhere, anywhere close into starting to implement capitalism and socialism. Most of you guys might uh, know that there is different economic systems, as there is political systems throughout the world. There is, for example, uh, uh, democracy, there is monarchy, there's sometimes a parliamentary monarchy, I think it's called, a semi-presidential democracy, I think it's Russia. Um, so yeah, there's different either uh, forms of government or, or variations to it. There, it's You could even say that each country has, even each state has its own government. So uh, Mexico's and United States government, it's kind of similar, if you ask me, uh, because well, basically, Mexico inspired in the um, independence of the United States and even in the French independence to do this. And the French, well, in the French Revolution, and the French were trying to achieve the same thing as the United States, kind of. And the United States, the same thing. So we, we all kind of inspired from the same ideas. You know, the liberal ideas, John, John Locke, I think, was the guy who started with the, like, the human right ideal and stuff. So this is basically... Um, why I believe that capitalism works and that every other country kind of has a way of making things work. Sometimes it's not really because of the country's poor management, because, but more because of their 
their weight was like sometimes you can think how lucky like i guess the united states was to uh have all of those resources that much territory that good relate that many good relationships and stuff and you think of other countries that have done previously wrong before that like you can see a country either as its past as its history or as it as it's like as its territory you could see like mexico united states and canada the same because they're all territories maybe some cover other areas than others some cover more area than others but at the end there are land there they are all land that have resources on them and the same goes for and but not the same goes for history you could say that germany has a very very dark history iran iraq they don't have the best reputation and they are a non-developed country because well the sanctions imposed to it you could say that the fact that we haven't I guess you could say forgive many countries for things that have happened there. Maybe just um, may, is holding us back in progress, but at the same time, we're being preventive. So um, there's many aspects of seeing the world and the countries in the world, but economy hits very different. If you were going to say, if you were going to debate about human rights or security, you will have like kind of the same thing if you were gonna debate about i guess drug dealing you might say that maybe uh, the first thing that comes to your mind is okay let's put more security in borders and then with that you could say well can you do that every time yeah we can do that in, in countries uh, countries that actually have money they can implement them themselves and countries that don't we can make a fund so that we can earn money and then that money goes towards um, building this protection. And boom, problem solved. Next problem. Of course, it's a little bit more um, developed in the United Nations. Of course, in the simulations, it's, it's even more underdeveloped than in the actual United Nations. But right now, I'm saying it as the simplest way I can think of. So the, thing, the same thing goes for any other thing. Like, let's say, I don't know, uh, security. There is people dying at a certain place. Well, put more police there. And maybe that same solution can go if there's more people dying at another certain place. And if um, more police in affected areas has been proven to work in the United States, it will most likely work in Mexico. Um, but economics, it's very, very different. That's why the stock market, it's crazy. They're just crazy lines. Something I, to this day, I kind of don't understand how shares and stock works. Maybe one day, maybe one day I will understand economy a little bit better, but I do see it as a very, very complicated, fluctuating, maniable, just crazy tangling that maybe when you learn economics, you could see the strings that are tangled, but yet still not be able to untangle them because economics is not a global thing economic goes to the very single individual that you are so it goes from the individual to the group to the family to the house to the city to the uh to the state to the country to the world uh, basically so it is very very different to try and solve economy because it's like word hunger <laughs> if you could say that's like if economy will be solved like all of the problems would be solved if economy was perfect if humans were able to live with the same amount of money every single person 
with the same amount of resources, every single person, for the rest of the life, the world will explode because there is not enough to treat every single one of us. You can see it as something sad, you can see it as something um, good that the economy is, there's no way it's perfect, but well, I see it as something that is reality. It's like saying humans can fly. Well, that's the way it works. Economy can't be implemented the same way in any country, and it will never be perfect. But we try to make it as perfect as we can, and we keep on growing with economy, right? So, what else can we say about this debate? Well, I have the solution of some pretty a lot of things. When you have gone to several debates, you kind of develop kind of a template that you kind of want to follow. You can, uh, what I normally do is I do a solution that is a little bit groundbreaking, something that is new, something that is not normal to make, something that somebody that studied for the debate and prepared themselves for the debate didn't have in hand, something new, something completely crazy that might work or might not. And I have to build myself the mentality of, okay, this might not work. I have to prepare to dump like dumb solutions as quickly as I see rejection, because that is the way you lose people. If you, for example, imagine you're trying to get your parents to buy you things and you're at the toy store and at the toy store, they are going to buy you things. They're going to buy you toys. They're going to buy you a bunch of stuff. And you start with a lollipop and then you start with a bag of candy and then you start with a plushy toy and then you start with an Xbox and then you go with a TV and they say, nah, I don't think the TV will work. Nah, I won't buy you the TV. And when you start asking for more, they will keep saying no and your possibilities of, yeah, just maybe they will even say, no, you know what? I'm not buying anything. So if you have a bunch of solutions and you have five solutions, two of them are not being accepted by the committee, dump them, dump them. And if you're not ready to dump them, just uh, see what they're replacing it for. Imagine someone wants to solve word hunger and some you were, you are, you're trying to say that we should set up food banks for people in certain regions to start having access to food, not solve food directly, not giving people the full food they need because that is not happening right now and it will not happen, but at least give them some food. Let's try to stop deaths from famine. And then you have that idea and it's very good. It's a very good idea. Just food banks, centers where people can get food. Not always, but they can. There's a possibility that lives are saved, but somebody says, no, we need to give everybody in the world the same cheap meal every single day so there's more money for other cheap meals so we need to stop having expensive meals and well that's a dumb solution you might have um kind of got that gotten that that's a very very dumb solution that will crash the economy because the economy depends a lot on tourism and in in many businesses that are centered in food uh, people will be mad, there will be onions in society, maybe even manifestations and blah, blah, blah. When somebody has something that weird, that bad, something that you really say like, bruh, I'm not doing this. <laughs> well, um, just, um, just try to fight it. But don't say it as in a way that you say that's wrong, I'm right. 
because then the other people will just go, okay, so what if you're wrong and he's right? So try saying this is wrong what, because because this. You, you got to tell somebody that they're making a mistake. You got to tell someone that what they're doing is bad and they you, you got to show it to them. I remember in another podcast making, I'm pretty sure I made it in another, pod, in another episode, the example of having an orange and somebody thinking it's red. And then you show them the, you don't try to convince them it's orange. You give them a color red, you give them a color orange and you say, which of these colors associates more with the orange? They will pick the orange and that's when you're going to say, okay, then what color is the one that most associates with the orange? And they're going to be, oh, orange. You're right. I was wrong. And that's a way people can admit their mistakes, but it's very, very hard to make somebody admit they're wrong, even when they're really, really into something. Now going into the debate and this debate, we had a lot of proposals. I feel bad because I think I could have talked more, but I'll update you guys, uh, possibly on the Discord, whether if I win or not. If you're watching this a little bit later from today, today is actually November the 6th. If you're watching this later from November the 6th and you don't know how the outcome went, like you can ask me anytime. You guys know my social media. Um, I mostly use Discord for communication. So I, I actually did, um, I actually, uh, how do you say, like, I actually think I did good. I hope I win at least second place. I'm, I'm aiming for first place, to be honest. If I get third place, it's going to be really disappointing, but I'm not going to be sad. If I don't get any place, that's going to be sad because I'm going to be like, man, what if I could give more? What if I could like, because I'm going to feel like I lost my touch. You guys know that I have earned several trophies on, on MGN simulations. It's not the same to um to kind of go against people that are a little bit more experienced but i realized it's really not that hard i thought i was going to be with people that were already preparing to have an economics uh major or something but no they were normal students that had basic knowledge but going to this guy the uk the united kingdom one of the most important nations in the world currently getting away from the united uh sorry from the European Union because of how um, it was basically carrying it on its shoulders and it was no longer uh, good for them to stay in that union. So, United Kingdom, the delegate, uh, somebody very extrovert, I might say, uh, I believe as a person, I think he, I, I think I like him as a person. He's really cool. He's a really cool guy. The delegate himself was really cool. He had a weird expressions, um, like something you would not see in like a normal guy, at least what I'm uh, used to watching. But for example, we played this game that was uh, drowning uh, on, a, on a boat and you were giving professions such as medics, writers, um, uh, artists, Mm, doctors well i said medics already but yeah different professions a politician was there too and we were like seven people because we got into breakout rooms you don't know what a breakout room is it's like having a zoom meeting or a facetime meeting with many people for those who know who don't know what a zoom meeting is and then breaking them into rooms that's why they call breakdown rooms just like teams so um we were giving a profession and they were explaining the game to us. They said, okay, this is to break some ice. Your, pull, um, your whole point of this is to stay alive and not get kicked out of the boat. So start. 
and there was a guy uh, i have a question and the moderator was like okay what's the question it was like what if i actually want to die and i was like bro that's sad like when the whenever you know whenever those kinds of jokes just reach a cringe level um i guess yeah it's not very funny but i guess i was like okay cool he's breaking the ice that's the whole point of the game and he was doing cool he had some cool expressions you know the the guy that says like f when something sad happens and stuff um i liked him uh he was a cool dude but then it came time for the debate we were all doing good until he mentioned that at the start of the debate it was not even the second session we had three sessions today and i think it was the first session that when this guy said about a, U a UBI, um, a UBI, it's a system of the economy. And if you, um, it's it's a basically uh, a universal basic income, a universal basic income, uh, meaning that it's a citizen income, a basic income guaranteed, blah, blah, blah. This refers to regular cash payments given to the population uh, with minimal or no requirements for receiving this money in order to increase people's income. Okay, this is a system that shouldn't be implemented globally at all. Okay, it's like Donald Trump giving some money to people before because of the COVID. It's like giving aid to people who need medicines. It's like giving aid to old people. You know, it's like jubilation. Uh, I think it's called in English when you quit your job when you're too old, but you still receive a payment related to your past job that is systems that can be implemented to certain people but even with that there is inequality which is something that we're trying to tackle using that system into every country to every citizen in need it's going to be extremely costly like it's gonna be so expensive more than three trillion dollars for the united states like where is the united states getting that money People say United States has three trillion dollars. Yes, but they are wasting it, either wasting it or spending it, but they're using it on something else. And that something else is gonna get three million, three, more than three trillion dollars less as that is implemented. Even with the already existing plans that exist, it is not an economic system. It is not something that should be implemented globally because that has been proven to not work. So yeah, guys, if you ever get asked, um, uh, yeah, if something works in another country, it wouldn't mean that it will work. See, if something works in my house, that doesn't even mean that it will work in my friend's house. I don't know if you get me like that. But that's the way the world works. There's most solutions. For example, if you like a girl, I say in every case, if you like a girl and you've been more than a month just thinking about liking her, you're sure about yourself, you want to shoot your shot, do it. And if she says no, she's doing it for you a favor because there's people that stay even years thinking about like having a relationship, sorry, <laughs> just having a relationship with a person and they don't do it because they have shame and they will have been done a favor if at the first month they went to that person and say, hey, either I like you, I love you, I want a future with you, etc. But that calls for another podcast called The Secret of Love with a Lee Gentry, of course. And... Well, yeah, having crushes, it's dumb. And that is something that works in most of the cases. Of course, many people can enter severe depression because they got rejected by their high school crush. But 
In most of the cases, it is the same. Either it is a yes or a no or a friend zone, which is basically a no. And yeah, we're done with that. But with economy, as I've been saying the whole podcast, it's very, very different. So this guy just wanted to do that. I said no. Many people said no. He started saying he started saying how people will be helped, how people will be aid. But this is a system that already exists. If I told you guys, wouldn't it be awesome that there could be a place where you can save all your money and whenever you need it, you just go there and retrieve it with a with a number that's unique to yourself. So if you have that secret password, you can get money that you have put in there. Okay, and how will that how will it be sustained when people don't um, when people got have that money, it can be that money can be used to lend it to other people that don't have money. And then the other people have to return more money than they than they had, but they already got the money when they needed it. Well, that sounds amazing. And that's because that's a bank. Now, if you use a system that will give people the money they need, that will help people have a bigger income. That's awesome, but that already exists. There's tons of programs, there's tons of initiatives. They just need help. It's like this guy that came to my city and was saying that the city needed his help, blah, blah, blah. He's an environmentalist. Um, If you're from Mexico, you might know him. (laughs) His name is Arturo Islas. Arturo Islas, if you're hearing this, please pay attention to what I'm about to say. He said, guys, this this state needs me. You guys need me. I swear I am going to help you guys. I need to start programs for renovation, programs for restoration, etc., etc." He passed the boy into the stage where he was talking and he said, I need you to give a message to the youth. And he told him the message. The guy approved the message and the guy went into the stage, stood up in the front and say, everybody, I want you to go and clean. Imagine somebody had said, I want you to go and clean. Um, <laughs> don't tell, I forgot. What's the name of the, of the park in Chicago? I forgot. I can't believe I, I actually forgot. Um, well, this park in Chicago, Lincoln Park. Um, I forget. Wow, I forgot. Okay, so there is this park in... Is it New York? It's New York. Okay, my bad. So, basically, imagine people... Central Park. Great. Imagine somebody had said, let's go and clean Central Park. And it's like, bro, Central Park is one of the top touristic places in there like in new york in the maybe in the united states is the most known park not for me because i forgot the name but bro the central park is being taken care of there are organizations that already take care even the government cleans it because it's part of the government it's like national parks and stuff yes there is trash in some of them but they have teams of cleaning there is thousands of neighborhoods mostly the low class ones that aren't even paid attention to and changing even the color of a wall of a neighborhood can make such a change in the spirit of the people who live there can that can even inspire them to to do that but people who follow this type of people that are just into full environmentalism and stuff 
they don't see that there are things that are being doing good. They don't see that people need to exaggerate to be heard. Okay, this guy, again, Arturo Islas, he approved the message of the guy saying that we were gonna go and clean one of the most important parks and one of the cleanest parks I've ever seen that's here in my city. Like, that doesn't even need cleaning. Like, you guys are just gonna go there, drink some beer and call it a day. Like, it's not even, like, what are you gonna do, sweep the leaves? Like, and there's even people who do that. Um, people go there every single day. It's not like it's abandoned. It's not unhealthy. There's no point of cleaning it. And a lot of people just clapped and clapped. And yes, this is the man we needed, not the government, not the blah, blah. But there is a ton of organizations, even some in which I have participated, in which less than a thousand people go and clean a river, a wall, a neighborhood, a, a, a terrain, even a terrain, a place where there's like, there's there, it, it's for sale, but, but they don't clean it. And they just, just go there for even aesthetic, for aesthetic views, for, for healthiness, for, yeah. It's, it's not because you have to clean the places you go the most. You have to keep a city clean. You have to do things that are actually good. You don't fix what's not broken. And there are several places in the world that are extremely broken, but nobody pays attention to it unless there is an Instagram trend that says that things are happening and then they overexploit it so that they can get even more money. There is even some NGOs that when they see that, I guess a disaster is trending, as bad as it may sound, they just ask for more and more and more. And even if they are not providing that amount of money given to them, they, they say, I mean, at least they're creating conscience, but they are using money that is not, that is from a trending cost for some things that people don't even pay attention to. Like, um, it is way, way easier and way, like a thousand times more helpful to donate and say nothing than trying to get everybody up in the train. Like, I know it's spreading of awareness, but these people, they don't like being told they're wrong. For example, last, the other day I was, I was talking about Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg is a girl that is, um, I think one or two years older than me, but it's about my, she's about my age and she, she, well, she's very well known. You guys might know her, um, Greta Thunberg. She's a Danish girl. I think she's from Denmark. Is it Danish? Well, she, I think she's from Denmark and she started to stop, she started to stop, uh, she stopped going to school and she wanted to just spread the word on environmental awareness, which, which she, like, she has done that and it's pretty cool, but any teen could have done that. I'm not saying that to like to take credit off from her. What she has done is pretty amazing, but there, like everybody has, um, every influencer or influence has their own character. For example, Mr. Beast, he's Mr. Beast. Like he's not Jimmy, he's Mr. Beast. He's Mr. Beast and he he, he gives an example of people to follow his cause and stuff. And it's, it's just lovely to see that and to feel how everybody's just a character. Greta Thunberg is the character of Greta Thunberg, the girl who cried over, over the environment, the, the teen girl who's worried about the future of Earth, the teen girl that is just uh, dedicating her full life towards saving this planet that we, 
our humanity have destroyed. That is the feeling Greta Thunberg wants to get into your head. She just wants you to be mad at whatever we have been doing. And that's great because the way, like, there's no better way of, like, of, uh, like, of making things better that you have done wrong than making you angry about yourself, making you regret all the things you have done. But, and that is even, I can say, in some case, in some ways, the case of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is no fool. He's the, he was, I think, I think he's going to lose the election. He was the president of the United States. He's no fool. He got there for a reason. Um, as much, like, as much people can say that some streamers are just fools or they really have nothing to do where they are, man, they are geniuses because they got where they are and they have maintained it. Okay, PewDiePie, pure genius, Mr. Beast, God, just genius, high IQs, every, everyone, you know, Gareth Thunberg, uh, Biden, Trump, Obama, everybody important, everybody that you know, you know, they, they're, they're geniuses because of the position they are, they're the geniuses because they are them, and, um, well, Donald Trump, he he's he's you see him as a rude guy somebody that commits very radical measures somebody that doesn't ask somebody that doesn't think somebody that if he thinks he's getting attacked you will know he will send a nuclear bomb at the moment you can fear him even um us mexicans imagine having the whole mexican country scared of donald trump because he's gonna kill us like immigrants not us immigrants but immigrants or us Mexicans, because pe people came to the point that Donald Trump just hated every single Mexican in the country. And as he might have given that to understand, like that's not true at all, but that's the character he gives off. Now, yesterday, Greta Thunberg made a tweet, which I saw. Mm, and she said, hey there, I don't remember the tweet exactly, but it was something that belonged to his own. Hey there, Donald. You shouldn't be that mad. Um, just go to watch a movie or something. And yes, that is exactly the image. If you were asked in like um, any social media expert or any um, just yeah, any any person like that's uh, any business manager or something that concentrates in the in the social part of anything. That's just a ton of teens just grabbing that information and wow, she's like us. That's exactly what I would said if I was if I was famous. Just calm down, Donald. Oh my gosh, she's so cool, and that's wonderful because people like just yeah, it's nothing formal. It's not saying Donald according to the article, blah blah blah. You cannot cancel the votes. No, no. She's just saying chill. Like she's basically she basically told Donald Trump to take a chill pill. But see, as much as I won't like my president Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, I won't call him Andy. He's not Lopezito. He is either AMLO, because that's the way many people refer to him, Mr. President. Andres Manuel, or Andres Manuel, or el señor Andres, or, or the Mr. Andres Manuel, or el señor Andres Manuel in Spanish. We don't call him on first name basis, okay? He 
is the president. He is one of the highest ranks in the country. And as much as you may like him or not, that's, yeah, that's not a way to go. Also, how many, like, I guess, I guess he's from Denmark. I hope I'm not wrong. But how many Danish, very, very famous people you know? Maybe you know some. But if I told you how many environmentalists, teens environmentalists, you know, it's like, mm, that number goes lower. And how many Danish, like people from Denmark, environmentalists and teens do you know? Well, it might be only Greta Thunberg, right? So just think about that, how she's representing even youth, environmentalists, even in a way liberalism. Uh, we know she's mad at Trump for things he has done, like, I guess, exiting the Paris Agreement. But there is no need of, I guess you could say, of disrespect. As much cool as it may sound to call Donald Trump, Donald, he is Donald Trump. And if I ever were to meet Donald Trump, I will say Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, Mr. Well, not president anymore, but Mr. Trump. It is not, what's up, Donald? No, because he is an authority. He's not your friend. And you're uh, you're giving that, yeah. yeah I, I bet there has been people in Mexico that have danced, danced, even twerked to the national anthem and they have been canceled because it's a national anthem. And patriotism is very important. And respecting others' nations' patriotism, it's very, very important. What if I told you, guys, it's just dumb to set up fireworks the 4th of July. Like, you had an independence to celebrate it. Why does the fireworks exist? It's the same thing. It's patriotism. It's a tradition. And if you are calling the United States president, Donald, wow. So I expressed this thoughts to a couple of friends. And it was like, um, what has he done to you? Who asked? Do you even care who who asked you? Nobody asked your opinion. I don't find the funny thing. Like, bro, chill. Uh, she called Donald Trump Donald, and he basically told him to take a chill pill. <laughs> and you're telling me who's saying what I think she did wrong. I shouldn't be expressing my opinion on that. Brother, I have the right to do that. And if I want to tell more people, as... Maybe I have 20 friends who saw that and paid attention to it. And she has 20,000 people who saw that and paid attention to it. Um, well, as, as, as it can be, I am, I am maybe spreading influence. I am maybe just saying, well, I don't think she's doing this wrong. I don't think she's doing this right. I have nothing against her. But I do, can, I, can, I, I always believe that it's great to express when you're wrong. And just sometimes it's going too far. Just keeping your point, keeping your image, keeping your um, just posture to something cannot always be the best way of getting people attracted to you or to have confidence on you. So yeah, remember that people is very difficult. It's mostly, um, yeah, somebody that's dumb somebody that's not an intellectual, somebody that's close-minded, somebody that's undeveloped will have a lot of trouble stating they are wrong or admitting they are wrong or admitting they create a mistake. So remember, the first step to be one step ahead of everyone else in the human race, it's accepting your mistakes and covering or solving them up as fast as possible. 
The same goes for solutions. If you have a solution for a problem that doesn't work, go ahead and go to the next one straight away. If you're gonna propose to your crush and she doesn't send, if she, if she leaves you on read, okay? If she leaves your message on read, you're gonna go to her house, knock on her door, give her flowers. She still says no, that's a no, okay? But you tried. You, you won't say no, it has to be by text and then start texting her the whole day, no, okay? The whole point of being one step ahead of everyone else is to admit you're wrong and to move on. Just move on. Remember that when you meet someone that doesn't admit they're wrong, either you try or you let other people know that he's wrong. If, um, for example, this guy, he keeps saying about he keep he kept saying about how he had proof, how he but he just keep making mistakes. He said that UVI was invented in 1970. He said that because the 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 system worked in Canada, it will for sure work in other countries. He said that um, we were struggling too much to find specific solutions per country, and that was just the universal stuff. We did say that universal solutions don't apply for committees uh, related to economy. We did say that UVI was from 1950s, more than 70 years ago, about 70 years ago, you could say. And um, yeah, that it worked in Canada for some time in the 1970s. Doesn't mean it's gonna work right now with the modern economy and the ongoing pandemic. So, just remember, you can be wrong, and that's not wrong. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you have any questions, if you want to hear some further reflection, please go ahead and uh, contact me if you want to. Um, I'll try to post the next, the, next, the next podcast on Monday. And yeah, have a wonderful day. I'll see you guys on the next episode of Messy Future. This was Ali Gentro, and I hope you enjoyed episode 5 of messy future see ya have a nice day and thank you for hearing me bye